Hey, it's Kimberly, host of the Start Me Up podcast. If you like your politics with some loose talk and salty language, you're going to love my show. I interview the coolest people like Mary Trump, Kathy Griffin, and DNC chair Jamie Harrison. The Start Me Up podcast has an easygoing, casual style and a strong emphasis on left-leaning politics. We also have frank discussions about sex and more than a few spirited rants. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup or wherever you get your podcasts and start listening today. Hi, this is AG. I wanted to take a minute to tell you everything you get for subscribing to our podcast. First of all, you wouldn't have to listen to this ad because you'll get access to our premium ad-free content. You'll also get the key to unlock two bonus episodes every week. And beginning April 23rd, you'll get access to the Muller She Wrote book club where we will be reviewing A Higher Loyalty by James Comey. You'll get the weekly newsletter that has links to all the resources and personal show notes that you hear in the show. And finally, you'll get an invite to our closed Facebook group, where I get to post under my real identity. You get all that for $1. I know you can do it. (laughs) It's also of note that our patron costs will be increasing on April 13th to cover unforeseen shipping costs because I haven't mailed anything since 1984. So sign up before April 13th to get locked in at the lower rates. We will honor the rates if you sign up before April 13th. So don't forget that some of our proceeds also go to Act Blue. So you're not just supporting women in podcasting and this podcast, but you'll be helping flip Congress blue so we can impeach Trump in 2019. We appreciate you all so much, whether you're a patron or not. We're just glad you're listening. This podcast may contain laughter. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. I'm not aware of uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I didn't have not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Hello, welcome to Mueller, She Wrote. I am your anonymous host, A.G., I work high up in Trump's executive branch, and miraculously, I haven't been fired yet. (laughs) But because of the Hatch Act, I can't use my real name, so bear with us with that. Uh, And with me, as always, is Jaleesa Johnson. Hello. And over to my right, I have Jordan Coburn. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you guys this week? Good. Yeah. Yeah, Did you enjoy last weekend, having to record everything twice? Yeah, yeah, that was good. (laughs) Good practice. Basically, what happened is we recorded everything last weekend, and none of it took, for whatever reason. (laughs) Maybe at the end, there might have been a little wine. We had a little Um, too much wine, yeah. (laughs) And um, I wish it existed somewhere so we could listen to it later, just to see how ridiculous we were at the end. The lost episode. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, we all had to come back the next day and redo the whole thing, so. (laughs) I feel like it almost went... It definitely didn't go worse doing it two times. No, it was better. uh, Yeah, because I feel like we got to refine our riffs and (laughs) everything. Exactly. I think we still sound a little spontaneous, though, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. But it all came from the heart. Yeah. This, hopefully, if this is recording, this is the first take of Mm -hmm. of this show. So you're getting the fresh, raw, rawness of the newness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anyhow, uh, I'm glad you guys had a good weekend besides that. 
Uh, so the news picked up quite a bit this week. Jordan is going to be talking about an update to the George Nader story, as if we needed any more Nader in our lives. <laughs> and Jaleesa is going to cover... Um, I, was, I keep wanting to call him Michael Bolton. But it's, it's, <laughs> I do too, yeah. It's John Bolton's potential ethical issues as he begins his job as national security advisor. The, it, the day you're listening to this is the day he starts. So mm-hmm. nice. this episode airs on his first day of work. So hey, welcome Bolton, piece of shit. <laughs> uh, piece of shit. He, his, there's probably just like so much fecal matter in his mustache. Like, oh no! Thinking about that, like what's hiding in there? All that money? Yeah, <laughs> stashing the money in the stash. Hiding missiles in his mustache. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I'm going to be talking about why I am now convinced that Manafort is going to face superseding indictments. You guys, uh, in our two minisodes this week, we'll be going over Mueller's Endgame, uh, what I like to call the final countdown, and touch and a touching op-ed in the Washington Post. This was so good. I'm so glad I read it. Um, it was an op-ed by Jill McCabe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, Andy McCabe's second wife, besides yes. me. Um, <laughs> and you can unlock these bonus episodes by subscribing at MullerSheWrote.com for a dollar. It's a dollar. You can so do cheap. it. Come on, You can guys. do it. A dollar. Like, so what's a cheap. dollar? Um, yeah. My coffee from McDonald's? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's that's, not as fulfilling as that's an a episode good steal, of Muller, That goes that's far. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. That's, helps with a lot of mental well-being. Yeah. yeah. A dollar is a bag of hot peanuts. Think about this. Whenever I go to the bar and I order a glass of wine, I tip a dollar. On every single drink I've ever had at a bar is one dollar. That's a good you rule. You get like hours of free content and newsletters and the, the, the For one tip, yeah. The hours and hours of research that I pour into my my notes, my show notes and my research and the hours that um, that Jaleesa puts into editing the bonus episodes and that Jordan puts into the awesome friggin' newsletter, mm-hmm. the pimped out newsletter that goes yes. out every week. It's so worth it, you guys. It's yeah. so worth it. Um, we believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry to have to make our patrons listen to this, but... I know. Eh. Some of them like sorry. it. Yeah. You'll be like okay. People. Well, they can also reminisce on... The other stupid things they could be doing with a dollar. Exactly. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> shows with us. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say they could reminisce about what it used to be like to listen to ads. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that too. This is it. You should maybe play a little girl from Ipanema behind that whole thing. And Ooh, make it sound yeah. Like Official can, ad, yeah. Yeah, they can get the feeling of what it's, you know, oh, mm-hmm. I remember that. I like they that. miss it. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a nice, you know, nostalgia. Definitely. Vintage. For when they were less cool people. (laughs) Stop it. That's a cool song. First, we have a correction. Last week, I said the professor that stole the data of 50 million Facebook users, you know, who got the guy who has a a dual thing going on at Cambridge and Mm -hmm. St. Petersburg State University. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said his name was Koger, but it's Kogan. I I was thinking of Kroger. Oh, yeah. Great cereals. (laughs) Yeah, I do like Kroger. Um, that's an out west grocery store chain, right? Is it? It's in the south too, actually. Is it in the south? Yeah, yeah, yeah we don't see. have Piggly Wiggly, but we do have Kroger. Um, <laughs> I'm yep. surprised you know what that is. <laughs> Based out of Ohio, Bernard Kroger. Oh, oh Bernard. nice. And that's yeah. my home state. Oh, nice. Woot, woot. That's another clue to figuring out yeah. who I am. Thank Uh-oh. you. <laughs> All the AGs. <laughs> There's this poor wrong. lady that someone thought was you that's been getting tweeted at. Really? Yeah. Well, I remember, it's the it's our Jaeger. Oh, his wife. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. it's his wife. It's his wife. What? Yeah. Ab. Uh, Abby something. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Abby one. Goldman? The one that he was like, is this a G? Yeah. And it's 
Really? Yeah, he was joking. That's his wife. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Okay, well then she enjoys being trolled, hopefully. Because <laughs> I said that. I said you're not the first person to say that. He's like, really? That's my wife. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> we have funny fans. We do. Definitely. Our fans are the best. Yeah, Dude, I still can't get over the Squid Pro Crow. Oh, yeah, so good. It's the best drawing. Well, you, you'll see it in the newsletter mm-hmm. if you get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I have a correction from last week. Like I said, it's Kogan. Mm-hmm. not Kroger. I'm going to call him Kroger anyway. <laughs> um, so I have nicknames for everyone, like Imbiza and Imbissa, mm-hmm. Kroger, Kush, Papa Dop, Robocop. Classic. Yeah. There live, live. <laughs> I call him Robocop. <laughs> it's weird that I have like nicknames for all those guys, but not for like Litvenenko, Akmenshin, <laughs> Kavalatse, or Veselnutskaya. Like I'm fine with those. Yeah, those things are cool <laughs> enough. Yeah. I'm totally fine with those. All right, well, let's get into this week's news with just the facts. All right, so Monday, Mueller filed a court document reminding everyone, just in case they forgot, that Vanderswan agreed to waive his FOIA rights in his plea agreement. So what's FOIA? FOIA is the Freedom of Information Act. We've talked about this before uh, on the show, but in case you're just, this is your first episode. Um, basically, any journalist or, or civilian or person in the government or anyone can file a, a, a Freedom of Information Act request, and the government has to honor it. Right. So Mueller reiterated in the court document the two reasons why he wanted to ensure the FOIA right was waived. And he thought it was important enough uh, to repeat that he filed a totally separate court document about it. That's all this court document was, was, hey, don't forget, <laughs> he can't do FOIA. Uh, Vanderswan can't do FOIA. First, the first reason is because Vanderswan could make a crazy-ass FOIA request, and that would, like, quicksand the limited resources of the official special or the office of the special counsel i'm not sure if quicksand is a verb but i'm making it one <laughs> it, it paints a picture for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so like for instance he could request every email that contains the word the and mm-hmm. bog down Mueller's office exactly trying to fulfill that request and the whole investigation would sink into the swamp of sadness yeah <laughs> archers you're sinking come on turn around you have to now artex it's so sweet <laughs> That's the thing with the big furry dragon dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Flying Falcor. through the sky. Yeah. yeah. It made me cry da, when I was a kid. Da, 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 yeah, me too. Da, 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 da. I didn't understand the movie Yeah, do you remember all. when me his horse either. sank in the Swamp of Sadness? I actually don't. I was so young. I do. Yeah, that was so devastating to me when I was a kid. Oh, that's, yeah. My grandma showed me that shit, too. It's Jesus very... Christ, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> that and Agatha Christie, she was a fucked up grandma. Oh, man. You still is. Jessica Fletcher's pretty rad, though. She also told me I got the freckles on my face because I was getting my diaper changed once and I pooped into the fan that was on above me. Oh, that's hilarious. That's that's really funny. Yeah. Although I will say my goddaughter was sitting in one of those uh, automatic swings Mm -hmm. and she shit herself and it (laughs) drew like a... a, a little geometric oh, no. shape on the ground and liquid amazing. shit. Like was, some Fibonacci yeah. sequence. I like the story. <laughs> it was totally the golden spiral, but made of shit. Dude, it happened to me too. In kindergarten, I wore a dress to school and I shat myself and my teacher picked me up from my chair and it was just sitting right there. Amazing. Yeah, embarrassing. But now I've repeated it for the whole world to know. Yeah, this yeah. is great. That was a nice derail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should stories. leave that in. I like, <laughs> I like the poop stories mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, The second and probably more important reason mentioned by the special counsel, the second reason he filed this to remind everybody about the FOIA thing, is that Vanderswan knows sensitive information that could taint the investigation. Taint. (laughs) (laughs) He could taint the investigation if it were made public through FOIA requests. Mm -hmm. And this is important. So put a pin here or whatever my catchphrase is going to be. I I put it out on Twitter like I need a I need a. 
Put a pin in it. Yeah. Put oh. a pin in it. <laughs> you need a catchphrase, like Kaplawi. Or like a chorus of kids that say it together, yeah. oh, sort of. Oh, like a creepy, yeah. Put a pin in <laughs> yeah. it. Children of the corn, kind of, yeah. <laughs> or what does Jessica Fletcher say? Uh, Ham- Andrew told me, uh, I couldn't help but notice. Mm. That's what, that's a phrase for a murder she wrote. Yeah. Okay, I like nice. that. In uh, a British so, accent? Uh, I don't, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Vanderswan knows sensitive information. It could taint the investigation if it were made public through FOIA requests. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I couldn't help but notice. <laughs> I don't know. I'll bring it up we'll later. Try him. We'll try him on <laughs> we'll over try. the episodes. <laughs> or my favorite Dallas McLaughlin catchphrase, put some beans on it. Oh. Nice. You know, I like that one, too. So this is important. Put some beans on it. <laughs> uh, we learned Monday that Roger Stone, the stone, um, it's like the rock, but not as cool. Oh yeah. He sent an email to Nunberg in 2016, bragging that he dined with Assange, Julian Assange from WikiLeaks. Brilliant. So who's Nunberg? Nunberg is that crazy fucking dude that did a bunch of coke and mm-hmm. drank a bunch of whatever he drinks. Um, probably whiskey. He looks like a whiskey guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Scotch. no, no. Yeah, no. Wine coolers. Yeah, he's a he's a Smirnoff Ice guy. Yeah, icy. Yeah. Yeah. So he got iced right before he came on the on the show. Uh, and he was going around saying, I love Roger Stone. He's like a dad to me. He's my mentor. And I'm not, come and get me, Muller. You know? Come and get me. <laughs> so um, anyway, he uh, he sent an email to Nunberg uh, in 2016 saying, I dined with Julian Assange. Well, so Stone denies this, but more and more evidence is coming out uh, that the Stone uh, was, in, was in Ecuador at that time. Uh, and either met with Assange, because that's where Assange was. He was exiled or mm-hmm. excommunicated or whatever you get. He had right. to run away, mm-hmm. like Snowden's in Russia. You can't mm-hmm. sit with us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mean <laughs> girls. Um, but he was in Ecuador. And uh, he, so Stone either met with him or he met with him in person or, or electronically, like over Skype or something. Right. More evidence is coming out indicating that. So we'll see what happens there. Put some beans on it. Um, <laughs> Uh, we found out that Thursday before last, Papadopoulos got drunk again, this time at a Chicago nightclub called Hydrate. And that sounds like such a douchebag club. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, you know, Stefan on Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Like he rolls in and he puts his hands. <sighs> the hottest club in Chicago is called Hydrate. <laughs> Every booth has a giant water bottle filled with the nervous sweat of Paul Manafort. <laughs> Like I, I and then just <gasps> I just I just see Stefan. That's that. perfect. <laughs> like Hot a tight club. camouflage T-shirt with mesh arm, <laughs> leg mesh things. arm tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hottest club in Chicago <laughs> is called Hydrate. <laughs> so Papadopoulos is at this bullshit club, and he gets drunk, uh, and he told someone that Jeff Sessions definitely knew about his contact with Mifsud. Um, who told Papadopoulos about the Hillary Clinton emails, you mm-hmm. remember? And Sessions encouraged him to find out everything he could about the hacked emails. Is that like his pickup line at bars? Because like, he does this a lot. Like, is that his game? Like, hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> when we like, hey, hey girl, uh, let me think of one. Did you, you go half seas on a bail money? I don't know. <laughs> did, you, did you annex Crimea? Because you've been rushing through my mind all night. <laughs> I love that. Or, hey, girl, I'd like to pop you in the Doppelis. Oh, pop your dop, yeah. Uh, Also on Monday, we found out that Trump called Putin and invited him to the White House again. Mm -hmm. Um, They spent a lot of time on the phone because they're boyfriend and girlfriend. (laughs) See, I've been waiting. 
So guess how we found out that he called him? Um, the Russians? Yeah, like always. Mm-hmm. The 12th time they've had spoken and we've learned about it from Russia State Media. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That is. Mm-hmm. Annoying how it's hard to discern what's a disinformatia, though, when we learn about it from that. That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, in general. I guess, yeah. Like last week, it I could remember, be. I think we talked about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could be making it up all the time. Mm-hmm. But I guess it was confirmed that the White House is inviting him. Over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. For yeah. a slumber party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can do each other's makeup. That's confirmed fact right <laughs> they there. They can't yeah. braid each other's hair or anything, but you know, <laughs> it's like you're bald. Yeah. Well, braid his wig. <laughs> you have spray it's on hair. Yeah. <laughs> braid his <laughs> <laughs> When they're in prison, they get to like cornrows, right? That's, he can yeah. practice. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Arrested <laughs> development. Oh, my God. Oh, God. That was so funny in Arrested <laughs> Development when he comes out with the cornrows. Oh, <laughs> All right, then late Monday night, we found out in a court filing that was in response to Manafort's motion to have the charges against him dismissed. Mm -hmm. Like, he put in a motion, like, to have everything dismissed. Ballsy. Stupid. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I guess if you've got nothing else, like, uh, dismiss the charges. I don't know what the, I wasn't, (laughs) that's my position. He's going to come in dressed as, like, a bunny rabbit or something. Like, I don't know who Paul Manafort is. I'm sorry. Paul Manafort's not here. (laughs) I plead insanity. I, I was a rabbit at the time. <laughs> I was a rabbit. Uh, so anyway, and Rosenstein um, wrote a memo. It showed up in this filing that Rosenstein wrote a memo last August that went into more detail about what Mueller has jurisdiction to look into. The memo, which was mostly redacted, was the secret companion to the public appointment memo of the special counsel. Hmm. The public memo said special counsel can look into anything related to Trump, Russia, and and uh, anything that arises from that, right? right? And so they left details out of the public document because they didn't want to leak the game plan to possible targets um, uh, and subjects of the criminal investigation because they could destroy evidence or whatever. They knew where he was going or what he was looking into. Exactly. Um, So in a move to cover Mueller and back him up, Rosenstein wrote a secret internal memo that detailed everything Mueller had permission to investigate. Nice. As I said, most of it's redacted, but the two bullets that have been made public as part of this court filing say that Mueller can look into the allegations that Manafort committed crime or crimes by colluding with Russian government officials with respect to the Russian government's efforts to interfere in the 2016 (laughs) presidential election in violation of U.S. law. Yes. And Mueller can investigate crime or crimes arising out of payments he received from Ukrainian government before and during the tenure of President Viktor Yanukovych. Oh, my God. So this says some important things. First of all, it says that Manafort, the head of Trump's campaign, allegedly colluded with the Russian government to interfere in our elections. (laughs) That's a mouthful right there. All right. And we knew that. But to see it in a nice court document. So validating. Pretty, pretty juicy. Mm -hmm. Secondly, it seems to indicate that collusion is a crime. That yeah. the Department of Justice sees collusion as a crime, at least in this instant, as mm-hmm. instance, at least as it relates to the Russian government and election malfeasance. In this context, it sees collusion as a crime. And I'm not sure how they're putting that together. It's new, though. We've never, you know, like we've always been operating under the assumption that collusion is not a crime. Right. But it appears in his infinite sexy justiceness that oh, yeah. M- Mueller has found a way to make it a crime. And I don't know if he's compiling other laws. 
and calling it this perhaps. new thing of collusion, mm-hmm. like where he, you know, he might be taking a combo of crimes like not registering as a foreign agent or conspiracy. Oh yeah, um, against the United States or racketeering or the breaking of campaign finance laws mm-hmm. or the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. Like maybe he's rolling it all up into this new thing called collusion with a foreign entity. I love it to interfere in elections. We've never had that before. But yeah. we need it. Yeah, I don't see why it can't come into existence. Exactly. There's so many dots. I think what it is after a certain point, like it's. It makes sense that he's going to say this is unprecedented, but he has the authority to to make it a, a thing, like to say if you have five different Russian connections, that's going to now be collusion. Well, I think the court does like like. All right. Like he he could charge Manafort with this new crime or group of crimes he calls collusion against the United States or mm-hmm. interfering with a foreign entity in the elections or whatever he calls it. Right. And then Manafort could appeal and it could work its way up to the Supreme Court where it would then be litigated. Oh. And then. That would be the precedent, yeah. You know, or not. They might say, "Nope, that's collusion's not a crime." Right, right. Mm-hmm. You got to do it on all these individual crimes. And yep. I'm making shit up off the top of my head right but now. But it sounds very mm-hmm. logical. Like Thank that. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some lawyer's going to be like, "No, yeah, no, life doesn't work that way." Ag, sorry. Uh, I really have no idea, but it seems to indicate somehow that collusion is a crime according to the Department of right. Justice. At I least love that according to that memo. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Because that's the whole argument. Collusion is not a crime. Mm-hmm. No collusion. Um, it's also important to note that on page 42 of the response to the motion to dismiss the charges, mm-hmm. it states that the senior assistant special counsel in charge of the prosecution has internal authority to conduct the prosecution separately from his role in the special counsel's office. Oh. So what that means is that if Mueller goes away, like if he's abducted by aliens, um, <laughs> the, the lawyer in this case can continue to prosecute the case without him. Wow. And I think it's Weissman in, in this particular Manafort case. Mm-hmm. But it's not just Weissman because as it turns out, there's a whole bunch of lawyers mm-hmm. in the in the um, special counsel's office with that title. They can all do it. They can all take over. And one can assume that uh, they would also have the authority to continue to prosecute their, prosecute their cases without the entire office of the special counsel. Mm-hmm. They, like they could close down the whole office of special counsel and these guys would continue to be, be able to continue their prosecution. It's like an army of Mullers. Right. It's beautiful. Close. Like he cloned himself. And, and it's genius. I'm not sure if Rosenstein set this up or if Mueller set it up that mm-hmm. way, but it's brilliant. It's like a built-in failsafe. Oh, like yeah. he goes in and he's like, all right, um, I'm assigning this line of prosecution to you. I'm assigning this case to you. I'm assigning this case to you. You guys are all assistants to the special counsel, and you guys all have the authority to act without me. Wow. What? Yeah. I love that. I bet I bet Manafort will sue. Oh, he'll try. <laughs> he'll be like, no, you don't have that authority. I'm taking it away. <laughs> On Tuesday, Vander Swan was sentenced to 30 days in prison. The first guy in this whole thing to be sentenced. And he, he was fined $20,000. This is big to me. This touches my heart. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the judge laid into this guy because he was whining his, about his privilege, like his, his how, I don't want to go to jail. My wife's pregnant. I'm very rich. Oh, my goodness. I'm very tender. I have soft skin. <laughs> I'm attractive. I'll get you know, molested in jail. I look like Andy Dufresne. <clears throat> we all know what happened to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, he was popped in the Doppelin. <laughs> his, his pop got do- No, his yeah. dop got popped. Yeah, yeah. his dop got <laughs> popped. <laughs> And um, that's gross. <laughs> not not that kind of uh, sexual encounter. Papadopoulos is gross. I just think of his grossness. Exactly. That, his face just yeah. comes to mind. You do whatever you want to do. Do it. Just don't do it with Papadopoulos or you'll gross me out. <laughs> no, it's like between consenting adults is fine, but not between consenting Papadopoulos or Papadopoli. I don't know what the plural is. Right. 
top. Up the top. <laughs> so anyway, he was whining about, oh, my wife is pregnant. She's having given birth in August. I can't go to prison for six months. Mm-hmm. And the judge is like, look, yo, um, I send people to prison who don't have families or they have families or they have children or they have jobs that they're going to lose Mm -hmm. or they don't have any money or you know any number of reasons your cries are falling on deaf ears because Mm -hmm. you know because he said something like my life you know if i go to prison for six months my life will be shattered right and he's like you know and the, the judge said something like yeah well if if your life will be shattered if imagine your life is a glass and i drop it on the floor and it shatters, you have a very thick carpet. Exactly. Like Very good metaphor. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if I drop the glass of your life onto the floor, you have a big head start over a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. I don't want to hear your shit, Mr. Privilege. I love that judge. Have a seat and uh, go yeah. to jail. Yeah. Can you imagine how terrifying, not at all, that this is meant to be portrayed with any general amount of sympathy? Of course, that sucks to go to prison, but when you deserve it, that's a different story. Exactly. But I, uh, yeah, can you imagine being him and as privileged as he is, and he's just freaking the fuck out? I mean, right it is still now? jail. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, it's federal prison, but I mean, it's I, I have this feeling that there's a white collar prison yeah, somewhere. Like in Goodfellas when they're cooking meals and stuff. Playing tennis. And like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wolf of Wall Street is what comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got like a nice cell with the. Tamperpedic and exactly yeah. television, so you can and you get probably listen to podcasts. So. Yeah, it's still hey, America. Hi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can still buy it. That's bullshit. Prison is supposed to be the only place where like rich white people can be equalized in no. any way. No, hey, federal government though, if you really want to torture him, put Mueller. She wrote and make that like the only oh thing he can listen to. Yes, over and over. brilliant idea. Let's petition that. Hey, Vanders, what's up? <laughs> uh, and only this episode over and over. Yeah, just this. On into eternity. That'd yeah, great. Doesn't this suck? Doesn't this suck so bad? <laughs> so you can get, uh, you can see Vander Swan's sentencing memorandum and his plea agreement in my show notes in this week's newsletter. So patrons, look out for that. Yeah. Uh, in a presser Tuesday with three Baltic presidents, presser is what I call press conference, oh. uh, with three Baltic presidents, Trump said, no other president in history has been tougher on Russia than he has. <laughs> Amazing. And then went on to say that he and Putin could have a really great relationship. Two bros chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart because they're not gay. When you you start in like a fucking space war and economic war and cold war against them, then you can be in the running for being the toughest on (laughs) Russia, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe that I'm, I'm the toughest ever. And all I could think was Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I'm not a Reagan fan by any means. I think the guy was an asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and, that's a pretty epic moment. But, yeah. you know, he was tough on Rush. He was exactly. tough. You know yeah. what I think it is? I think it's because Trump and Putin are friends. He's like, hey, you guys don't realize how hard this is for me. This is the toughest any president. That's has probably had. what it is. Yeah. This is the tough toughest. Him. This is the toughest I've been on Putin ever. That's probably what he meant to <laughs> exactly. say. Exactly. He's being honest in his own way. Yeah. <laughs> God, I fucking hate that guy. I know. Uh, Rod Rosenstein appointed an assistant on the Russia probe named O'Callaghan, uh, which just reminds me of like Dennis Leary's Irish drinking songs. Um, <laughs> his title is the Acting Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General. Okay. <laughs> Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General. That's like the uh, assistant number two president undersecretary to the assistant of the special second twice removed assistant <laughs> yeah. deputy of the guy and yeah. i'm like wow so it's yeah principal associate deputy attorney general p-a-d-a-g paydag or oh. padag they call him the padag mm. 
he's basically the deputy attorney general's right hand. Mm-hmm. And he replaces a guy named Robert Herr. Her, that's her. <laughs> who was moved over to be the U.S. Attorney of Maryland. So mm-hmm. yeah, that happened. Yeah. I'm not really, I don't really know how much that makes a difference, but it happened, so I wanted to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington Post came out with a story on Tuesday saying that Donald Trump is not a target of a criminal investigation mm-hmm. in the Mueller probe. And everyone freaked out. <laughs> I freaked out, yeah. That upset a lot of people, and it pleased a lot of Trump. and A lot of Trump. <laughs> oh, yeah, all of Trump. Most did, of yeah. him. Most of Trump. It pleased his hair. <laughs> yeah, everything but the face. The deep <laughs> pit of guilt was still disturbed. There you go. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it pleased him and his supporters. Um, there have been a ton of pods and blogs and tweets and conjecture about what this means. So let me see if I can break it down for you real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what I've learned through extensive research this week. Uh, last month, Mueller told Trump's lawyers that Trump is not a target in any criminal investigations. This is last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important to note that the Washington Post report, um, the, the the newspaper, the reporter, she got this information from the White House staff, who's Trump people, who heard it from Trump's lawyers, who interpreted what Mueller said. Right. So it, it went through a Trump filter. Yeah. You know. So let's look at three things that you can be in an investigation uh, on the far, far one end. You can be a pure witness. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's pretty rare. Uh, but that is a totally innocent person who has information pertinent to a, a criminal investigation, like a crime they witnessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or no. Bystander. Know. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally innocent bystander. That's a witness. So we've got witness. On the other end, all the way on the other end, end of the spectrum are the targets. And these are people the grand jury intends to indict. These are people that we are going to bring charges against. Yeah. Everyone else in the middle is a subject of the investigation. So while the White House, and then there's me who has nothing to do with it. (laughs) While the White House likes to say, quote, Trump's not a target of a criminal investigation, it's also accurate to say, quote, Trump is the subject of a criminal investigation. Oh, yeah. So like six and one half dozen, like take, you know, take it and put it in context. You know, you can spin it however you want. Trump's not a target. Because they're not ready to indict him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be as simple as it's because they haven't interviewed him yet. Um, right. I, I'm going to go over this in detail and some of the theories I have a lot more uh, in a mini-sode called Mueller's Endgame. So check that out this week. I think mm-hmm. it comes out. I think it's the first one. I think it comes out right now. Monday. Ooh. Yep. Go check it out right now and come back. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here. <laughs> um, that'd be funny. We're just sitting here Monday. like <laughs> waiting. Are you back? Just tweet us. <laughs> All right, so Mueller met with and questioned the CEO from Wikistrat. That's a Washington firm run by an oligarch, which I, I like. I, I feel like I want to call him Ollie's from now on. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he worked, um, and his firm worked, Wikistrat worked for the UAE on geopolitical issues. You know, UAE, Imbissa. Right. Right. Um, and uh, that part of the story broke Tuesday. Then later Wednesday, the New York Times reported that multiple oligarchs have been stopped and frisked at airports in relation to Nader and his connections to Russia now and the UAE. So Jordan, mm-hmm. Jordan, you're going to talk um, about that a little more in detail. I will. I'm so glad that oligarchs are getting stopped in frisk now and not just brown people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's justice. <laughs> that brings us to Wednesday when audio of Roger Stone from an interview on InfoWars came to light. It's been there the whole time, but somebody brought it out and showed it to everyone. Mm. Dusted it off because, you know, I mean, we all listen to InfoWars. Classic InfoWars. <laughs> mm, womp womp. Uh, and it showed him talking about the Hillary Clinton emails uh, and the leaks on the same day he bragged to Nunberg in an email about dining with Assange. Oh, my God. Oops. 
Of course, he denies it all, uh, even though uh, there's photos of him in Ecuador <laughs> from Assange's Instagram account. Uh, he took a picture in front of a building with an Ecuadorian flag and a sign that says Republica de Ecuador. Oh my God. He might as well have held a sign. Is documenting his social life that important to like (laughs) potentially incriminate himself? I mean, if you committed treason but didn't put it on Instagram, did it even happen? You know? He's done it so many times though. Like he's, he's an, he sucks at hiding. He just sucks at hiding. They're all attention whores. That's their worst like Yeah, that's their downfall, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday night, we learned that Michael Bolton is facing, not Michael Bolton, I'm just kidding. John Bolton is facing <laughs> ethical conflicts of interest Oh yeah. Uh, as the incoming national security advisor. No. Oh, my God. Did I not say this last week? He's part of two, he's personally involved in two ongoing criminal investigations. You called it. The NRA, Russia money thing, and the, anyway, just whatever. Yeah. Dude. Jaleesa, you're going to break that down for us later. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking forward to this because I really, I, I just can't wait to hear what he might or might not have to say for himself. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we also found out this week that it was 87 million users that got their Facebook data stolen, not oh 50 million, gosh. 87 million. Um, the FTC investigation, uh, Federal Trade Commission investigation is still going on. Facebook is on an apology tour right now. The the, the COO or the... <laughs> sorry, sec- not sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, not sorry tour. Yeah. Uh, and she's going around saying, we've learned our lesson. We've learned a lesson. And that's really funny because you violated your consent decree in 2011 and mm. settled out of court. So oh. mm, not very sorry, it seems. Doesn't seem like it. it third time's a charm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope they go down like MySpace with less dignity. <laughs> <laughs> but what are we going to have our discussion group on? We'll, they, we'll move it. We'll find a place. Facebook hasn't even sent out a generalized message to everybody yet. No, uh, no. but they constantly post about all kinds of random crap except yeah. for this. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, with their weird disproportionate human yeah. bodies Today's that they burrito now use day. on the, yeah. yeah tell a, <laughs> share a burrito with a friend. <laughs> share a burrito. I ordered a pizza from DoorDash and they didn't deliver it to me and they sent me a very apologetic nice, yeah yeah it was a promotion for free pizza BJ's day. i really pizza? had yes Dude, i was all on that yeah yeah freebies <laughs> oh my god i was mm-hmm. i ordered at nine it was gonna come to me a few hours later I and then no pizza yeah but then they sent they even they sent out a mass apology email i got one too because it was late they're, yeah. they're all but why can't they do this why yeah. can't facebook just give yeah. us the courtesy of an apology email? yeah no pizza facebook, versus no privacy mm-hmm. facebook should send us pizza <gasps> oh yeah that's They're like, they hey, guys, we got a pizza party coming. Yeah. I forgive you for everything. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, not sorry, pepperoni <laughs> for you. I love it. <laughs> Mushrooms for our Zuckerberg's just personally friends. dishing out ice cream cones for people. <laughs> I probably sorry. would forgive him. That's the sad thing. It he would have much. to accommodate all the gluten-free people and the vegans and <laughs> stuff. And I'd be like, yeah, it serves you right, dick. Yeah. So true. That he probably surrounds himself with in Northern California. <laughs> all right. China released its list of products that it's going to slap import taxes on mm-hmm. from the U.S. Uh, that you know the whole trade war uh, escalation or whatever that, right. that Trump is starting because um, he he said fifty million and they go all right us fifty billion too and then he goes I'm going to make it a hundred billion oh and then t- stocks tanked and we still haven't heard what they're going to do back but they they put a list out of shit they're going to uh, slap import taxes on so mm-hmm. we have soybeans tobacco oh. whiskey meat. Wait, what are the Midwesterners gonna do? Exactly. <laughs> it's clearly strategically aimed at Trump voters. Mm-hmm. Oh. These are mid- Midwestern farmers, meat farmers, and Rust Belt and Southern tobacco farmers. It's almost like China hired Cambridge Analytica <laughs> to target Trump voters. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Um, the tariff story really has nothing to do with Russia. I just I brought in Cambridge Analytica into it. So <laughs> yeah. To, to me, it does. We're Solid. chilling in California. 
Yeah, if we're unfazed. We're by like, those pretty what? Much. Yeah, well, we well, do like our soy. So yeah, yeah except but, for the families we don't grow that it. remain that That's we true. all went to the coast for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's that too. <laughs> yeah, all of our, all of the, all of the homes we left are like yeah. we're fucked. Yeah, that is fucking shitty. Yeah. Well, these guys, I, I think these guys, these farmers, mm-hmm. um, they are hardworking people. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and it does take they deserve so, better some brains do, to to yeah. run a fucking farm. Exactly. So, uh, and I've I've seen some of these guys and 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 women too. All these uh, all these farmers in the Midwest who are really a backbone uh, of of this country. Mm-hmm. Although I, I yeah. think I think California Absolutely. agriculture is pretty huge too. I mean, yeah, yeah agriculture totally, in but, uh, general. You're totally right. But I've heard you know I've heard them like they aren't down for this, and they, it's not like this is so obviously Trump's trade war. It's his mm-hmm. tariffs. They can't blame it on anything else. And I think that that'll show in, in November. Yeah, I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. Thursday, something interesting happened. The judge in the Manafort case filed a minute order. Uh, a minute order is a court's answer to a party's request, basically. So this minute order was... I'm only going to spend a minute on this. That's yeah. how stupid it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have 10 seconds left. Uh, the, uh, this minute order was in response to Manafort's motion to dismiss all the charges against him. Mm-hmm. So Manafort seeks dismissal for two reasons. First, Manafort says that Mueller should never have been appointed at all, so none of this matters. <laughs> and second... Manafort says Mueller went outside of his scope, even if, let's say he was appointed properly. He went outside the scope of his jurisdiction when mm-hmm. he investigated Manafort. Mm-hmm. And he was looking into all those things. So he wasn't given permission. Well, as you know, Mueller filed that response that had that Rod Rosenstein memo that was redacted. Yeah. But it was that internal memo that detailed all the things uh, that basically spelled out what Mueller was allowed to look into. <laughs> And for Manafort, as I explained, those things were the millions of dollars he got working for Yanukovych and the alleged crimes he was committing uh, mm-hmm. by colluding with Russians to meddle in the election. Yeah. So the judge dismissed the second count. They're like, they, they have a memo saying he can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, um, the minute order gives Manafort a chance to rewrite his request, his brief to dismiss the first count, alleging that Mueller should have never been appointed in the first place. Mm. And interestingly, it says, quote, and that the defendant wants prospective relief, including an order in joining special counsel's future ultra-virus exercise of the authority in the appointment order. So and that's mouthy and wordy. Mm-hmm. But basically what, is, what it says is, quote, I want relief from pending and future indictments if you find Mueller should have never been appointed. Wow. So basically, if if you find Mueller should have never been appointed and then there's another indictment, that goes under here. You gotta let it go. Yeah. So I'll speak more to this later in the show. Um, and a picture of the minute order is in our newsletter this week. So check it out. Nice. Uh, Trump floated the idea of replacing Jeff Sessions with Scott Pruitt <laughs> earlier this week. But now he's saying he doesn't want to make the switch. Hmm. Um, God. Showing, first of all, he's not bothered by all of the allegations against Pruitt. which he is never is. <laughs> yeah, but this guy is ridiculous. He's a new one. You're right. Yeah. And it's interesting because he, you know, he spent millions and millions and millions of taxpayers dollars, uh, taxpayer dollars just doing vacation shit like obvious vacation shit that he's apologized for Mm -hmm. and they they got rid of shulkin for going on a business trip and taking his wife with him Mm -hmm. um and they fired him for that yeah even though he paid it back right that was the idea yeah yeah but this guy he also cleared it he called it got called out Mm -hmm. and he also cleared it with ethics yeah before he took his wife on the trip now he, he it's a 40-hour work week he went it wasn't a vacation like this morocco thing that pruitt went on with all of his people mm-hmm. but pruitt gets to stay and shulkin has to go it's because shulkin was blocking privatization of the va and exactly pruitt wants the world to die yeah so. it's corruption <laughs> classic corruption 
it's it's classic this guy this guy sucks my dick and you don't so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bye this swamp you know the the <laughs> it's not fair i think i think shulkin might have done it on you know anniversaries or birthdays yeah. you know <laughs> just make it feel a little special first <laughs> yeah and the other thing it shows is he's still toying with the idea of fucking with the department of justice ergo fucking with the Mueller probe mm-hmm. uh, one theory is he wants to push sessions to resign because if he resigns, Trump can backfill using the Vacancies Act, which means he can just handpick a replacement. Mm. Uh, so he's, I think he's trying to push him to resign. And I think maybe maybe that was another thing they talked about at dinner, him and Noel and, and Rod. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. When they sat down there like, dude, I, he's going to be a dick to you for the next. Mm-hmm. You hang oh, in there. You gotta suck it up. Hang in there, you little Everyone's racist possum. Everyone's been in that position. <laughs> <laughs> just play dead. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> digging through the trash <laughs> you were saying everyone's been in that position at a time yeah, or two, at a time yeah. or two yeah yeah a time or two when you got someone that's just like real shitty that's a that's a boss and like when your boss takes you to freedom fest oh yeah freedom pew pew freedom. yeah you can't help but think of that every- <laughs> and just treat you like crap until you quit yeah exactly yeah. and then you just have to sit there and it's like well do so i they- stand my ground or do i endure all this bullshit so they don't have to pay unemployment insurance yeah, yeah basically well if you're in the government you endure the bullshit yeah that's true you know you know all just, about that ag i do i've endured some bullshit <laughs> i believe in people turning their lives around okay have you ever listened to those ted talks of people that were white nationalists and they had hate tattoos yeah. and now they work for amazing they organizations kids. i love that. jeff sessions could be that person he could, he He'd could be turn the best around example yeah he could him and rosenstein all of them that would be great all, he should yeah. adopt little black babies from africa but the stuff he wants the that stuff, might be a little suspect <laughs> maybe a little over the top the from, stuff he goes <laughs> against though is so old like what would he do say i you know what i don't favor jim crow laws like that's that's a long time ago buddy yeah, you're right yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's like the white nationalist stuff that's that's a little current but what mm-hmm. is he gonna do like all right i won't lynch anyone anymore yeah like, well it's progress thanks jeff yeah he's just old-fashioned <laughs> yeah i'll say it again hang in there you racist little possum i never thought i'd be rooting i know for him to not be fired yeah that but keeps it, happening but, but Mueller kind of depends on it mm-hmm. yeah Oh, Lord. Then two crazy stories. Crazy stories dropped on Thursday night. First, the McClatchy Report. I love the McClatchy Report. They ran a story that Mueller, armed with subpoenas, showed up at the house of a Trump business associate, confiscated all their electronic records and documents and devices, and questioned that person about Trump's business dealings abroad. Specifically, they were asking about interactions with Michael Cohen. Wow. Hmm. Now, I think this was Felix Sater. Or maybe Sergey Milian. Put some mm. beans on it. <laughs> Put some beans on it. Yeah. And I credit Dallas McLaughlin. Yeah. Um, where? Because uh, I think it was that. Because and I think it has to do with the Trump Tower Moscow too. Yeah. Remember because that's when uh, Sater and Cohen were trying to cobble together that deal for another Trump Tower exactly. during the election, not the first one with Amin Agalarov when and Trump his was, dad. Yeah, running as an independent, right? That's, that time. Trump was running as a Republican. Oh, okay. Trump okay. was never an independent. Okay, my bad. I thought he Only when he was switching over his just life from one side period. to the other. Yeah. No, what I was saying is there's two Trump Towers right. in Moscow. The first one was the Agalarovs, the singer, mm-hmm. and the and the, around the whole Miss Universe Miss time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The second one is when he was running. Uh, he was a as candidate. A got it, got he was it. a candidate for president. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Sater and his, his uh, Trump's lawyer, Cohen, uh, we're trying to cobble, like I said, cobble together this deal with the, uh, a VTB bank, a sanctioned Russia bank, yeah. to build a Trump Tower. Trying again, and wow. and Ivanka was involved, and mm-hmm. there was going to be she was going to have a spa in the tower. So that's why Sater is the is a very likely. 
person in that pic. Yeah, Yeah, because it said that it was a Trump business associate. It was somebody who was involved in in Trump's dealings, property dealings abroad and specifically interactions with Cohen. So that's why I think it's Seder. Yeah, yeah. Um, put a pin in it, put some beans on put it, some beans on um, it. <laughs> whatever you want. I'll, I'll come up with something, you guys. I like put it. Put a bird on it. Put a oh, bird on yeah. it. <laughs> That's put nice. Put some stank on it. Yeah. <laughs> put some stank on it. <laughs> uh, then in a court filing of warrants in the Manafort case, Discovery, part of Discovery, we learned that Manafort was served a warrant as recently as March 9th, you guys, for five mobile devices, phones. <laughs> Who, yeah, because totally innocent dudes carry around five phones. Yeah, uh, only and, drug dealers. And yeah. he had these in March, March 9th. And, and one of the warrant affidavits said, quote, information relating to ongoing investigations that are not the subject of current prosecutions involving <laughs> wow. Manafort. So I'm going to talk a little more about the implications of that later. I think it's pretty big. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just imagine it like when someone has to turn over their guns, when they walk into like a mob dealing, they're like, all right, turn over your firearms. They put in one. All of them. <laughs> he just like pulls yeah. out all of his phones, like, like in their shoe or to something. His ankles. Right yeah. in Miss Congeniality, where she pulls, she's pulling <laughs> yeah. shit all out of her everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And then she's got movie. phones. And she's got donuts in her bra. <laughs> we should use more Miss Congeniality clips. Oh, that's a that's great true. movie. That's a great yeah. movie. I love her. I love Sandra Bullock. Can you imagine best. if Mueller was a woman? That would be. It would be Sandra Bullock. Oh my god, hundred percent. She should play Mueller in the all female version of the movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, and all the dudes will be mad, like, don't steal it like you did Ghostbusters <laughs> and Star Wars. Yeah, we'll get Kate McKinnon in there somewhere, too. Jeff she Sessions. has to be in everything. That 100%. Melissa McCarthy. Wow, the whole Ghostbusters gang is just going to do the Miller movie. Well, yeah, they have to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> um, let's see. Friday. Now we're going to go on to Friday. The U.S. Treasury imposed some actually, actually some pretty toothy sanctions, you guys, mm-hmm. against Russian oligarchs. Uh, much like the sanctions that the national security uh, guys under Obama wanted to impose during the election, but ultimately did not because Obama didn't want to appear as though he was trying to affect the outcome of the election. Right. Mm-hmm. Like these are sanctions on individual oligarchs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, included in there was Deripaska. That's the guy who sued Manafort and got private briefings out of him via yeah. via Konstantin Kalimnik. Uh, he's on the sanctions list, uh, as is Putin's daughter and son-in-law. Oh. And, Jordan, you'll be happy to know, Alexander Torshin mm, nice. okay. is on that list. So he's the guy, the NRA guy, mm-hmm. the Russian guy who's mm-hmm. like, set, you know, mm. yep. Kremlin connection. Follow yep. the money. Uh, I'm wondering if they don't uh, leak dirt in retaliation for this uh, on Trump and his family. Yeah. What do you think about him doing that? Because Russia can't really sanction our oligarchs. Like, yeah. <laughs> like no one's going to be sad that, mm-hmm. that we can't do business dealings in Russia or around the Like, he can't do that the way we can do it to him. Right. They only have so many options of retaliation. Right. And I'm yeah, wondering they if... they have some pretty intense ones. Like polonium tea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking they have a lot of compromise. Yeah, exactly. What if they start mm-hmm. leaking that exactly. shit? Yeah. Oh, please. PP tape now. <laughs> we'll have to it's keep... Time. We'll have to keep our ears out. for. I feel like as Trump is getting closer and all of his inner circle is getting closer and closer to getting actual prison time and Mm -hmm. getting indicted and charged, I feel like he's trying to seem like he's on the right side of history or something when he's like sort of backtracking all of the things that he's done a little bit. Yeah. It's a Hail Mary move. I wouldn't be surprised if he even negotiated with Putin that he was going to do that or something. Just to make it look easier. Yeah. 
as a yeah, last resort. Uh, yeah, maybe. Or maybe that was the White House and the Joint Chiefs and the National oh, yeah. Security and yeah. the intelligence community. And Trump, stop and Trump is telling his aides not to say anything. And he's, mm-hmm. yeah, because Trump hasn't said a word about yeah. it. Yeah, e- exactly. Either way, it's kind of awful. More sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested to see what Russia does in response to this because Definitely. we sanctioned Putin's son-in-law. What's he going to do to Kushner? If they Ooh. underreact, that would be more of a testament to the fact that it That'd was their, like sort of calculated, like they're waiting for something bigger, <laughs> or or I don't know. Yeah, just like they're trying to put a blanket over it as much as they can. Mm. So because ultimately, if their deal is the one that we talk about, that transatlantic trade deal basically, mm-hmm. and they that's their end goal, then if they could just get through this period. And still keep power and be able to. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. Putin's main thing is sanctions. That's his number one fucking priority exactly. in the world. Yeah. If his Magnitsky oligarchs act, can't yeah. make money to give to him, yeah, forcibly because he has so much, three hundred billion, they think. Yeah, something like it's that. Insane. Is there a way, like when he expelled or when we expelled sixty Russian diplomats and then or spies and then said that they could just bring sixty back? Do you think there's a sort of under the table thing that i don't see anything yeah. uh, i don't see anything um but i mean it's hard sanctions are sanctions and these were put on by the u.s treasury yeah so it's like you can't do dealing you can't do business deals yeah i don't know we'll see though like i said that's why i'm th- wondering if they're going to respond with something like compromat instead of what, what else can they do exactly yeah so now they're not working together anymore trump is actually just trying to defend himself as much as they're he probably can. on the rocks I, again yeah. i don't know if this is trump Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Trump has been silent about it, and yeah. he might be doing that so that he, so he doesn't upset his boyfriend. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Two dudes sitting in the hot tub. <laughs> <clears throat> and then new documents obtained by Mueller uh, from Nader contradict Prince's assertion. That's not the singer. Uh, that the Seychelles meeting wasn't anything more than a chance meeting over a beer. You know, that's what. That's <laughs> oh what we just found ourselves here at this fucking. Where were they? Yeah, like four, the Seychelles. Like a, yeah, yeah, four yeah, it was seasons. like a Four Seasons. Is there yeah. a lullaby? Looking like... over the Indian Ocean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a Russian, an Arab, and an American walk into the Four Seasons. I've heard it by before. total coincidence, right? Or or like one of those children's tunes, like a uh, Russian sell, like uh, something by the Seychelles. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Seychelles, Seychelles by the Sally. seashore. Yeah, <laughs> there's something there. We'll work on it. <laughs> I don't know, but holy shit, y'all just happen to be in the Seychelles yeah. all at the same time Ridiculous. with all the same goals. At least say you're just talking about something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, so apparently Nader turned over documents that that prove that's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, he did go there to meet uh, with Russians. He did, and we knew he did. We knew he did already. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've been reporting about the Seychelles meeting what since November or December. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now we have proof. So. that's always fun this is really cool now that all the things we were initially reporting on are starting to just get filled out all the details we're not totally crazy yeah all of our predictions are coming true oh yeah it feels good also friday we learned that trump is beginning to start to think about getting ready to maybe prepare for a possible interview with Mueller. (laughs) okay um he has not publicly agreed to sit down with Mueller, but i'm still excited about this yeah uh trump if you're listening talk to Mueller, dude we dare you why not man they're still figuring out the technology of getting the microphone in his ear (laughs) there you go detected yeah yeah very smart so there's a few things they could be the reason they could be doing this trump's lawyers they could be testing trump to determine if they're going to advise him to talk to Mueller at all Mm -hmm. Uh, they may be grilling him to convince the president he shouldn't talk to Mueller, but probably um, they know that an interview is inevitable yeah Um, if trump refuses Mueller could subpoena him and force him to testify and he looks worse he can't refuse Mm -hmm. because of the legal precedent set in the nixon and clinton investigations there's the law (laughs) um supreme court went 
all the way up to Supreme Court. No, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he could plead the fifth. But that looks really bad. Yeah. Uh, though it may be the way to go for this president. He he could convince his base and his GOP congressional brown nosers. <laughs> I do not recall. <laughs> uh, to back him up saying, yeah, don't talk to that biased and corrupt Mueller. Yeah, exactly. we back you up, dude. Say, plead the fifth, bro. Yeah. They keep saying it's a trap. They keep using that as if somehow that's, that's like a real thing to say about a president. That's Just, bullshit. Yeah. A, per- a perjury trap is when somebody... Uh, like on purpose, a liar gets you to sit down, yeah, and 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 tricks you into lying because you were already gonna lie. No, this oh. is different. Oh, really? So that's a real thing. Perjury traps. Are Perjury real? traps. It's like entrapment. I didn't know that. It's like it... uh, it's like when you um put a bike out that's not locked and you're a cop and you hide behind the bushes. Oh, you're right. They do do that's that. That's a perjury. Yeah. So perjury trap means I'm a cop and I'm gonna sit you down and I'm gonna I'm gonna trap you into lying so that i can get you okay but what this is is this is him asking trump questions but there's no doubt that Mueller wants him to give him like because i i mean as this whole podcast is indicating that Mueller wants to charge trump i would think is that he wants to i mean he just wants to get the truth but it, it all points towards trump so i why, don't know I guess, you know, what Mueller just wants to hear whatever Trump has to say. He has to interview Trump as right. part of this investigation, mm-hmm. and he will. But I can't help but think that. But it's not a trap. There. And I, people need right. to stop effing calling it a perjury mm-hmm. trap because that's not what this is. That's it's an interview. You're, you're, you're insinuating Mueller is somehow going to Vindictive sneaky, or something. Yeah. sneaky going to get him. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, he's going to ask him questions. And if the president fucking lies, it's because he fucking lied, not because exactly. he was yeah. trapped. I was yeah, going to yeah. say, calling a, like a perjury trap should be a term that does not apply to a criminal. It's Thank like, it's like yes. unfair. It's like the pregnancy trap. Like, she trapped me with the pregnancy. Like, come on. Well, don't put your dick inside yeah, of her. Yeah, it's very simple. Oh, God. Ugh. Preach. Anyway, sorry. I get a little angry sometimes. Yeah. I don't have any children. Uh, also on Friday, we learned that a guy named Schmitz, who was, sounds like something's on your mouth. You got some Schmitz on your mouth. Uh, who He's one of the OG members of Trump's Security Council. Oh, yeah. You know the photo with Sessions and Papadop and Clovis and Gordon and Trump and all them? Mm-hmm. Well, Schmitz is in that picture, too. And he, apparently he was hunting for Hillary's emails on the dark web, and he eventually tried to turn them over to government agencies. So oh. that came out. Yeah. And then I found an article in Bloomberg saying that Kushner wants to buy out and is going to buy out his partner in the 666 Satan Tower property. Okay. Which is weird because Kushner is fucking broke. He owes yes. $1.2 billion on that tower. Where's well, the money coming minus from? Minus $500 so he owes $0.7 billion on, on that thing. Um, and he's been running around the world asking for handouts for like from Ongbong Bank in China and the Qataris. Uh, who both turned him down. Then he got that $500 million loan from Citigroup and Apollo I told you about mm-hmm. after promising one of the CEOs he could be Secretary of the Army. Yeah. Um, that's not nearly enough to cover it. But uh, we do know that Kushner might have leaked U.S. intelligence to the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. That's right. Which, let, which led uh, Muhammad bin Salman to rounding up all the people in the palace that were uh, disloyal to the crown. Remember mm-hmm. that? So maybe there's some squid pro crow there. Yeah, there might be a little bit of squid pro crow. <laughs> Super shady. <laughs> Watch that, though. Where's he going to get the fucking money for that? Yeah. And what happens if he doesn't get the money exactly? He gets murdered. Oh, no, that's a terrible thing to say. He's way Sorry. more in debt. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that's it, right? There's really nothing else Who are the people he owes? Like, are they mobsters? Are they big No, time? he owes the bank. Yeah, just like just American like banks? Declare bankruptcy. Yeah. On the 666 oh, Fifth Avenue property? Be fine. What do you have even... Library fines? That would just be no, tied... No, the, the $1.2 billion loan is coming due, like, right now. Yeah. Ooh. 
So, and he's going to... Would he personally have to declare bankruptcy or would it just be on behalf of the company? I really don't know. Mm, I it's, wonder. It's probably, he's probably protected through LLC. Yeah. yeah. Could Something just tells be, me he'll be okay. Take I'm after his, say, yeah. his father-in-law. he's trying so hard, honestly. And declare yeah. one of those bankruptcies. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just, I think he's desperate at this point. For sure. I, I don't understand why he's doing like, he's hey, like, you know what? It's my hell. I you know what? <laughs> I own a billion dollars. I owe a billion dollars on this building. Why not owe two billion? Well, you know, what's yeah. a billion? What's a billion dollars? Aim for That's the true. Moon. It's like when you go to gamble for the first time and you're you're down by like a mm-hmm. hundred. It's like, I'm going to get back up. Double I'm just or gonna, nothing. I'm, yeah. I'm just yeah. going to keep going. Yeah, but he's doing this on fucking purpose. I don't get it. Like, he's just, no, hand me. Seriously, hand me more debt. He's a rich man that's bad with money, which blows my mind. That's the whole family is that way. (laughs) Then, you guys, really late on Friday night, Manafort filed a motion to suppress evidence that Mueller got when he raided his storage locker and grabbed a bunch of boxes of files, like 20 boxes of files. And Manafort wants to dismiss, you know, he's saying you got to suppress that evidence because Mm -hmm. he's saying that his pal at the storage place didn't have the authority to let the FBI in. (laughs) Oh, my God. I couldn't date him. Like, if I caught him cheating, he would just be like, well, how dare you invade my privacy? <laughs> yeah, he's just desperate at this point, yeah. I think. Uh, I have photos of the motion and what was in the boxes. I have lists of what was in the boxes, and that'll be in my show notes this week. So check that out if you're a patron. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a lot of news, you guys. We yeah. will be right back. It costs a lot to make a podcast. In addition to the hours of research and scripting, there's editing, producing, equipment upgrades, hosting fees, web design, shipping, subscriber management fees, our wine budget. It can really add up, you guys. In fact, we're still in the red and we could really use your help. That's where you come in. Our patrons not only help us make this podcast, but you help us continually improve the quality and content. You can support women in podcasting and help make our show better. And in return, you get exclusive content, a newsletter, bonus episodes, and thank you gifts. So please consider donating. Even if it's just a dollar, it helps tremendously. Please visit MullerSheWrote.com and click subscribe today. And thanks for listening. Okay, we're back. Thank you. Thank you for that. Was the longest news we've ever had. Oh yeah, good yeah, stuff. That was I, real long. I wanted to make sure I explained everything. There were so many things. If I if I had just been like, up oh, minute order was filed and things happened. Hey, have a nice day. You'd be like, what does that even mean? That's this stupid. is why we're here. We go in depth. Yes, I like to. Ah, I just like to explain it my own way, and so sometimes it takes a minute. I like it. Uh, okay. Well, anyway. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to Jaleesa here. She's going to tell us about what's going on with Michael Bolton. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean John Bolton. <laughs> yes, John Bolton, our new national security advisor and half man, half mustache, has been meeting. <laughs> <laughs> He's been meeting with White House. She didn't run that joke by me. That's, nah, that's, that's a good one. Thank you. you. I was hoping you'd appreciate. You got that. me off guard. It's true though. Very big, very big mustache. So he's been meeting with White House attorneys about his potential conflicts of interest. So first of all, the John. I'm sorry, no, no, no. I have to interrupt you. Have you seen the Muppet movie? I have. Yes, the guy. I know who and, you're talking and, about. And you know, Flight of the Concords guy wrote the music for that. Oh, and I didn't he, know that. And he won um, uh, an Oscar for it. Wow. But that, am I a man or am I a Muppet? <laughs> am I a Muppet of a man? I'm just like, am I a mustache? That's perfect. <laughs> am I a man? Oh, I love that I'm so a mustache much. of a man. <laughs> I'm a very mustachey man. He's okay. very Muppet-like, too. It's a good point. He is. He looks like the Swedish chef. Anyway, really I'm does. so sorry for interrupting. Oh, I just, I, no. now I want to do that parody. Um, <laughs> Flight of the Concords guy, if you're there, 
Let's Call make me it up. happen. Brit. His name's Brit. Let's do it. Oh, very nice. So first of all, the John Bolton Super PAC has been a huge player in the early stages of this year's midterm huge. elections. Yeah, very big. So far, they've raised $3.8 million, including funding from this year's top Republican donor, Richard Ulane. $3.8 million mustaches. Oh, yes. Mm. I like that. This guy, uh, Ulane, his company is worth nearly $2 billion. So he's the biggest Republican donor and and Bolton got him. So I figure, like we said before, Bolton's hiding all that money in his mustache. That's why he keeps it, you know? It only makes sense. I digress. Uh, according to CNBC, Bolton's packs are a cause for concern because even though they've recently stopped receiving donations, they still have all that money they've already collected. And they even spent $1.2 billion, or uh, I'm sorry, $1.2 million already on political ads and polls alone. So they're, they're, they have very serious political spending power. That's why watchdog, watchdog groups like Common Cause have made Bolton's PAC spending budgets known to the public, resulting in several legal complaints to the FEC. Yeah, it's so sad that like four guys can make billions so of dollars yeah. of, of donations. And then us, the people, we we're capped at $2,400. Most of us send $10. Yeah, we're in the red. <laughs> and, and But like still somehow we can outraise them. It's so, crazy. It's crazy. You're right about that. Obama too, good example of but that. The, ever since, Power of the people. Mm-hmm. Ever, donations. Yeah. Ever since Citizens United though, since you can allow corporations been, mm-hmm. to donate to... Corporations are people, my friend. <laughs> yeah, well, sense. then they should they should pay tax. I guess taxes. technically they're run by flesh, but that's like... I know what he meant, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough for someone like me to hear that. So... All of the file complaints, uh, coincidentally, are in retaliation to Bolton's PACs and their relationship with the political data firm Cambridge Analytica. So, yeah. As wah, we, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. I never heard of Cambridge Analytica. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a little interesting company. <laughs> so, as we've covered before, Cam Anna is a company under major scrutiny for gaining access to now 87 million Facebook accounts and distributing user data, user data to the Trump campaign in 2016. So in 2014, Bolton Super PAC spent $340,000 on, quote, research from Cambridge Analytica and then $800,000 more the next year. So they're really invested in Camana. And meanwhile, not many people knew exactly what kind of research was going on there. So in March, we learned this March from the New York Times that Bolton was purchasing services from Cam Anna for, quote, behavioral micro-targeting with psychographic messaging, as we've mentioned in previous episodes. But the FEC has yet to acknowledge whether or not they're investigating Bolton's super PAC. So, yeah, they clearly have some sketchy things going on, but we don't know what's being done about it. There are also questions about Bolton's role as chairman of a nonprofit group called the Foundation of American Security and Freedom. Sounds very Republican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally like a generator of Republican words. Yeah. It's like the same person that named the Patriot Act. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bolton actually stepped down from his post in this group. And freedom Fest. <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew. <laughs> So Bolton stepped down from his post in this group in March and announced that he would take his name off the website this month. And I actually checked today and he did take his name off. So yeah, I guess everything's fine. <laughs> However, nothing to see nothing, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the mustache. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> 
ethics attorneys outside of the White House are pretty skeptical about whether or not Bolton's two super PACs or two PACs are actually even shutting down. And here's the thing. I realized or learned recently that just because Bolton is starting to work for the White House doesn't mean that he's legally required to dissolve his PACs. Specifically, the Hatch Act doesn't require the PACs to dissolve. And the law says uh, federal employees, quote, may not campaign for or against candidates or otherwise engage in political activity, but it doesn't demand that political organizations be eliminated just because they were previously run by a current White House official. Oh, okay. So Mm -hmm. people, uh, so corporations are people except when it comes to the Hatch Act. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so a rep at the Office of Special Counsel said that as long as Bolton's PAC wasn't raising or spending any money while he worked in the White House, it could still keep his name and would not be violating the Hatch Act. That's a bitch. Maybe that's, that's what we should do. Maybe we should form a PAC. Oh, there you and go. And then I can use my real name. A super PAC, unlimited patrons. It could, be, go. <laughs> it could be any PAC. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, yeah, then I can use my name. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll be good. We wouldn't have to tell anyone where we get our money. That's You're amazing. totally right. That makes there, sense. There's a loophole. <laughs> Legally, that, that's the loophole. Yeah, the loophole <laughs> does exist. It just sucks that crappy people are, are making use of it because they have the best lawyers yeah. and the most money and they, you know. The government worker super bank. Yeah, yeah. There are good rich people <laughs> out there for the record, though. Yeah. Like four, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, just to wrap it all up, sorry, yeah. I didn't know you were, sorry, continue. Yeah, no worries, this is my last point, Uh, this is my conjecture of it all. So, we've got a federal employee whose name is also the, or whose name is also on the name of a paused, I guess, super PAC, and whether or not they're currently receiving funds seems irrelevant to me. I, I feel like it's called a conflict of interest, right? Not a conflict of incoming funds. So the idea is that, yeah, like the general idea of the Hatch Act is that anyone who's a high level official at the White House even should not be maintaining a super PAC on any level. And, and this guy here clearly has access. I mean, even if it's not accepting money right now, he can pick it right back up when it's done. And that's where it gets really sketchy. So yeah, I yeah. mean, he could shut it down, but he could open it again. Exactly. So, like, why bother going through all right, that? Right, right. It just doesn't look good. I know that it's not necessarily illegal. He but doesn't this look is good pa- for so many reasons. Exactly. Yeah. He's just a crappy guy. So, yeah. But that's that. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. Sorry yeah, I had to make you great. talk about mustache, man. No but. worries. It made it better. <laughs> I appreciate it. The stash. No, but that's Iron Stash. We have to save that name for Iron, Iron Stash. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, fantastic. Um, all right. Wow. Uh, I mean, you know, you you were right. Um, the new national security advisor was already personally associated with two ongoing intelligence investigations. So mm-hmm. we we talked about that last week. You're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Uh, Jordan, you have an update on George Nader and yes. how he's not just UAE anymore. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Mr. George Nader had established ties to the UAE that were disclosed and everyone knew about. Uh, but up until this point, he had undisclosed ties to Russia until now. <laughs> Uh, but dun, 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 yeah. dun. <laughs> also the least surprising thing mm-hmm. that he has ties to Russia. The thing? <laughs> that he has ties to Russia. Oh, as well. Well, well, <laughs> I suppose there's that. Yeah. Uh, so Nader's a Lebanese. Just for a refresher course, he's a Lebanese American businessman. He's con- currently cooperating with Mueller. He's not a target of the investigation, but he is definitely a super essential. He's got full immunity. Oh yeah. I no partial immunity. I was gonna say okay, partial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has Oops. partial. <laughs> he has partial immunity, and at this point, it looks like Mueller's gonna start interviewing a lot of other people just to corroborate what Nader is saying. Right. Which is really is cool. Is that the stop and frisk the oligarchs types of stuff? That's yeah. Happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a corroboration. Mm-hmm. God, he's so thorough. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, w- so I, thorough. I wonder what he's. He's probably a thorough lover. 
Oh, Ooh, yeah. pleases his you know? partners. Yeah. He probably has horses, right. which is kind of annoying, but they're thoroughbreds. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. My family Arabians. has horses. Horses are great. I have no issue against horses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're why Arabians to piss off the Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said it's annoying in the Mitt Romney dressage way, but if <laughs> the Mitt Romney dressage way, that is the best joke of the- definitely. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, so binders of horses, <laughs> binders of them. So basically, Nader is establishing himself as someone that has been to and has helped set up a lot of meetings, hmm. and these are really important meetings that we've all heard about. And he's he's got outlook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's for setting sure, up a me- he's setting up meetings for sure. <laughs> for- <laughs> that was a nice Microsoft reference. <laughs> like- That's our sponsor. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow we're still in the red. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, for example, Mr. Nader used his uh, super long-standing ties to Kirill Dmitriev, the manager <laughs> of a state-run Russian investment fund, to set up the meeting in the Seychelles. Mm-hmm. And this was between Dmitriev and a Trump advisor. This was only days before Trump took office, too. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Oh, yeah. This- yeah, but and then the, Rus- or the Russians, I meant the Republicans, but it's the same thing. They're like, why would you need a back channel if you've already been talking to everybody? That oh, was what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it was, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The purpose was to establish a back channel yeah. communication. A line. Russian, an American, and an Arab walk into a bar. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah this at happened the at, at the Four Seasons Hotel <laughs> yeah. overlooking the Indian Ocean. I want to go there. I know. Oh, look, it sounds really nice. Kickstarter. Yeah, there you go. I think a lot of the places where a lot of corrupt dealings are established would be lovely vacation Very destinations. Very paradise. Yeah, paper four seasons types. are four seasons are. I've yeah. stayed top notch. Oh, really? Oh, four seasons. Nice. Drake rapped about it. I did a lot. it once on tour. It Amazing, was, right? Yeah, it's fucking nice. It's head and shoulders above anything else. I've oh, stayed yeah. at Ritz Carlton's and they're pretty good. Oh, and and then down here you got your Marriotts and stuff. Yeah. But four seasons, number yeah. one. I love it. They're gonna sponsor us, I think. Oh, nice. Four no, seasons. No. <laughs> So, yes, they're meeting at the Four Seasons Hotel overlooking the Indian Ocean. Uh, That's one of the examples of some of the meetings he set up. Uh, Investigators have asked witnesses about a meeting that Nader attended in 2017 with a New York hedge fund manager where he was joined by Kushner and Bannon, who at the time were both senior advisors to Mr. Trump. Mueller's team stops Joel Zamel, who is an Australian entrepreneur with ties to the UAE, after he landed at a Washington area airport, according to people briefed on the matter. The investigators questioned this entrepreneur about Mr. Nader, including Nader's relationship with Russia and his contacts with Trump's advisors, as well as the movement of money from the UAE into the United States. Mm-hmm. So, mu- I, so much money had to have gone oh, yeah. from UAE to the U.S. Yeah. And, and, and you, the best part is Nader has it all. That's probably why he was given partial immunity. He has that's, the most information that's, about that. That's mega yeah huge huge yeah he's been working on behalf of uae for a long time and everyone's kind of known that and he really is just he just pops up everywhere in between all of these and you wonder sometimes like he's these, a huge missing link yeah, like yeah. these guys that do shit like that like you have to think like eventually they're going to be like one day the jig will be up but for now party yeah and then and so now they're like until okay. someone connects all the dots they're like exactly. all right jig is up uh, can I get immunity? I'll tell you everything. Like, yeah. I feel like that's how they operate. That is Absolutely. it. Yeah. And right now, like we talked about, he has partial immunity. Uh, so I don't know. I don't imagine Mueller's actually going to do anything to him, really. It seems like he's a huge asset right now yeah. in the investigation. 
because he's fully cooperating, you don't get partial cooperation for partial <laughs> immunity. It's, yeah, bigger, it's yeah. bigger than Flynn. Yeah. Uh, it, because Flynn doesn't have partial immuni- immunity. Exactly, no yeah. one, he's the only one so far that has partial immunity. Mm-hmm. Which means Special. he has the, mo- in my most. opinion, I'm guessing, he has the most valuable information. Yeah. I think so too, especially just about the big picture stuff because it's UAE and Russia. Definitely. And it's, it's just such a history. Um, earlier that year, Mr. Nader also, this is earlier I think we're in 2012 here. Mm-hmm. Earlier that year, Mr. Nader also attended the St. Petersburg International Economic Forum, which is an invitation-only conference organized mm-hmm. by senior officials close to Putin and Russia. Of course. God, they're so good at naming shit. Yeah. They really are. Like, yeah. what was that Veselnitskaya joint she put together? Like, the Anti-Human yeah. Rights <laughs> yeah. Association? The, the Liberty and Rights Liberty of Everyone and America Love? Russia Loves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're effective. We the Motherland admit. Foundation of Human Rights. Yeah. I don't know. It just... Credit wow. where credit is due. Whoever's naming these groups is great. We should come up with like a Republican PAC name generator. Yeah. Ooh, that'd we be should. fun. If anyone writes code. That'd be really fun. If yeah. anyone writes code, get in touch with me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do that, but I, that would be hilarious. That to would be. The Freedom for that'd White Americans funny. group. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. That's too no, obvious. No, it's got to be, be subtle. You can't be over. Okay, yeah. It's an art. It's subtle. You got to be yeah. like, you got to be it's like. Racism is a subtle art, really. It's subtle. The most true thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's got to be like hardworking farmers of the Midwest mm-hmm. coalition. Yes, mm-hmm. or some. You know, some, yeah. We need a yeah. name generator. We'll get yeah, on we it. Do. We'll get on it. Contact me, coders. <laughs> yeah, and this was a fun fact that I learned when I read this. Um, when I did some research into this, that Saint Petersburg International Economic Forum is Russia's response to the World Economic Forum that's held oh. in Switzerland. What? Oh, that sounds like him, too. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. well, you're going to have a forum? I'm going to have a forum. Mm-hmm. And it'll if be even forum, better. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, notebook and reference. Something funny happened on the way to the forum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, God, that's, a, that's annoying. It yeah. is. That's almost hack. For it the, Oh, it's totally it's hack. Totally hack. Yeah. It's completely hack. And it's just... It's, he's so... Putin... And Russia, they're so committed to just going against every established sort of just mm-hmm. whatever ethics, world order, they're very anything. squid pro crow. Oh my god, they're very yes. tit for tat. They're very eye for an eye. They're yeah. the embodiment of that. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I'm always, I've always been. Uh, I think it was Gandhi who said, "An eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind." It's true. I, that's my whole thing. I agree. Yeah. Uh, they'll never turn the other cheek. So no. And they'll do an eye for the eye thing, but then they'll make up, it'll be based on a false premise. Exactly. Like, how are you, Putin? I've seen interviews with Putin where he's like, oh, well, the U.S. is, you know, what about the U.S. intervening in our government all the time Mm -hmm. and shit? And it's just like, you know, maybe you'd be woke right now if you weren't a fucking, like, human rights violating dictator. Exactly. He's all about whataboutism. So, I mean, he's never going to give you a straight answer when it comes to his accountability. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, basically, to wrap it up, Nader has super strong ties to the UAE and super strong ties to Moscow because he's essentially just creating the community. He's a communication link creator. So that's the continuation of the tale of George Nader. (laughs) Nice guy. Nice guy. Talking to Mueller. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Well, you know what? He's cooperating. So. Exactly. Nice to the investigation. Exactly. But not making that, a moral judgment on him as a person. Just saying. It's nice that he's cooperating. I'm judging him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the most ju- Yeah. Fuck yeah. He should be judged. <laughs> well, thanks, Jordan. Thank uh, you. The Nader guy is a huge get for the Mueller team. Um, and his his immunity is huge, yeah. as, mm-hmm. as we've talked about. So they should have baseball cards or Pokemon cards of all the people that are cooperating. Oh my god, we should make them oh, and trading you trade cards. cards. Trump Russia probe trading yeah, guys, cards. That'd be fun. On. Like pogs with holograms. Or <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, let's not get crazy. They get with the all shiny when you don't tempt me. Side side. I'll work on this tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a high cost though. Molar Pokedex. No, with the oh. <gasps> 235 yeah fucking witnesses all right so a lot of shit went down this week you guys Mm -hmm. involving manafort and all those things lead me to believe that he is going to face superseding indictments for crimes of collusion with russia allow me to explain Mm -hmm. it all began it all began one day it all began with manafort's motion to dismiss charges manafort filed suit with two counts against the department of justice and Mueller to dismiss charges against him Count one alleged that Mueller should have never been appointed, Mm -hmm. as we said before, and Manafort asserts that there was not enough criminality to justify an appointment of the special counsel to investigate the Trump campaign to begin with, and therefore not enough to investigate Manafort. The second count alleges that even if there was cause to appoint Mueller, Mueller went way outside of the scope of his jurisdiction when he investigated Manafort. (laughs) Well, Mueller filed a lengthy response, as we know, to Manafort's motion to dismiss the charges. And in this filing is a four-page, never-before-seen secret DOJ memo that Rosenstein wrote in August of last year, detailing all the things that he was giving Mueller permission to investigate. We've talked about this earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, the public special counsel appointment document was not specific at all. It just said special counsel can investigate Trump Russia and anything that arises from Trump Russia. But the secret memo, as I said, um, uh, almost all of which is redacted except for two bullet points about Manafort, specifically allows Mueller to investigate crimes of collusion with Russia and all the money Manafort made during uh, the tenure of Viktor Yanukovych. Nice. So that memo contains clue number one. (laughs) Clue number one, it indicates that Manafort allegedly committed crimes of collusion with Russia in respect to election interference, and it also indicates the Department of Justice thinks collusion is a crime somehow. We haven't figured it out, Mm -hmm. at least in this context. So there's no law of collusion, but conspiracy, racketeering, violating finance laws, we've talked about that. Exactly. Could all be what makes this illegal. So Manafort is being or has been investigated for collusion, but none of his current indictments include those crimes. Mm -hmm. They're all money and tax and Mm -hmm. all that shit. Okay. That's clue number one. Clue number two. Ding dong. That there will be superseding indictments for Manafort was in a minute order filed in his case this week that stated Manafort's count two to dismiss the charges. The one that alleges Mueller doesn't have jurisdiction, that was denied by the court, likely Mm -hmm. because Rosenstein's memo clearly indicated Mueller did have the authority to look at that shit. Exactly. Uh, But the judge asked Manafort to write a brief about count one, and it's due to her on April 11th. Hmm. And she acknowledged that Manafort is seeking relief not only from current indictments, but he wants relief from future indictments. Interesting. Only a criminal would say that. And a criminal that knows he's about to get more crimes. Future indictments, right? Mm -hmm. So clue number three. uh, Thursday night discovery of warrants against Manafort. All those, uh, you know, it's court filing, all these new uh, warrants. It shows that Manafort is still being searched. And as recently as March 9th, 
you guys. So what's that? A few weeks ago. That's when Mueller seized five of his mobile phones. That (laughs) indicates that he's not investigating money. Information. He's investigating his whereabouts because that's what's included in a cell phone. Yeah. Oh, you mean like the triangulating and all that? Yeah, the cell tower pings. Such as, oh, I don't know, meetings with Kalimnik or yeah. Deripaska. During, you can't delete that from your phone unless you're a super nerd or something, During right? private briefs, he yeah. promised that he can't even doctor a PDF. So I don't think... <laughs> he's so fucked. We're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's not going to be able to do that. But that, to me, the fact that he got cell phones was... And I'm just... This is conjecture. For sure. But they're trying to figure out where he was. Yeah. At certain times. And remember when he was dining with Kalimnik and Deripaska mm-hmm. landed in Newark and all that shit? Because um, he was trying to repay Deripaska. Right. Um, his debt uh, for the Ukrainian cable deal that went wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Phones. Yeah. Clue number four. <laughs> I love it. Remember earlier when I asked you to put a pin in the fact that Mueller reminded Vanderswan that he waived his FOIA rights? Yeah. Remember? I was like, put some beans on put it beans or on whatever. It. Mm-hmm. Credit Dallas McLaughlin. <laughs> Um, because he has sensitive information. Vanderswan has sensitive information on future ongoing investigations. Uh, Vanderswan worked with Manafort, and I think some of the information he knows could interfere with future superseding indictments for crimes of collusion. And I'm not sure Vanderswan isn't cooperating in some way in the collusion case against Manafort, and we just don't know about it because it's got to be kept secret Mm -hmm. from Trump specifically. Yeah. I mean, he was only charged with lying to the FBI, and he's only serving 30 days in jail. That seems light. It does compared to everything else that's been involved. Yeah. 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 That seems very light. To be continued. Mm-hmm. That's from The Wire. All right. <laughs> and many other things. But of course. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Basic storybooks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> anyway, so the final clue. The final countdown. <laughs> Parts of the warrants released in this week's discovery were redacted because they contain sensitive information from an ongoing investigation that is, quote, not part of the current prosecutions involving Manafort. Oh, snap. So Rosenstein told Mueller to investigate criminal collusion with Manafort. Mueller hasn't finished that line of inquiry, nor does he want to tip his cards by indicting on collusion before he speaks to the main subjects. Right. Not the targets, but the main subjects (laughs) uh, like DT Jr., Kushner, Trump, Ivanka, all them. Yeah, the big fish. Fortunately, Trump is likely to speak to Mueller because Mueller told him he's not a target, which relieved Trump. (laughs) And because Dowd, the only one of Trump's lawyers advising him against testifying, has resigned. Yeah, he's gone. And once Mueller speaks to Trump, or perhaps just prior, I think we're going to see superseding indictments for Manafort relating to crimes of collusion with Russia. So uh, mark my words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put Put some some beans beans on on it. it. Yeah, good case. Yeah. That's what I think. Those are all the clues. (laughs) Do you think he was not... Giving him all the indictments in the hopes that maybe he was going to flip and cooperate. That's going to be in the minisode. Oh, yeah. For a dollar. What? (laughs) (laughs) Pay a dollar and listen to my thoughts. Yes. That's a weird song. I like it. I like it. It's a new jingle. (laughs) I love coming up with jingles. (laughs) It's just one dollar and you can hear all my weird theories. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of two cents. Yeah. It is. It's 50. Math. You can listen That's to my two, you can listen to my two cents fifty times. Very nice. Thank you. All right, you guys. We'll be right back. Hello, Muller junkies. I totally understand that you may not be able to contribute to the podcast, so I have a very easy favor to ask. Please head over to iTunes and rate us. We love your feedback. 
Plus, it helps us get featured and widen our listener base. And our listeners are pretty much everything to us. So hop over and drop us a line. Give us a rating, leave a comment, anything you can do. It'll only take a second of your time, and it would really mean the world to us. You can also follow us on Twitter at MullerSheWrote, and you'll be automatically entered to win a PlayStation 4. I'm giving one away because, as it turns out, if you hashtag PlayStation 4 in your posts, you get more views. So yeah, we may be cheating the algorithm, but hey, at least we didn't cheat America. Thank you so much for listening. All right, you guys, we're back. Are you ready for the Fantasy Indictment League? Yes. I love every week. You're like, yeah. What you, what you, what you want? <laughs> All right. This week, we need to remove someone from my fantasy indictment team. Oh. Uh, Peter Smith, okay. a GOP operative that was trying to find hacked Clinton emails on the dark web, like Schmitz was. Mm-hmm. You got some Schmitz on your face? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he was trying to find hacked Clemail. Clemail. Uh, Actually, let's just call Clinton emails Clemails. There you go, Clemails. On the dark web. Uh, he also said he was in touch with Bannon, Kellyanne Conway, and, and others in the Flynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go over him in this week's review of the, the book Russian Roulette, so check that out. Well, we placed Peter Smith on our fantasy indictment team because of that and because he was listed in the minority report. Mm-hmm. Remember the minority report came out that said all these people need to be looked into that weren't looked into? Exactly. He was on there. Well, it turns out he committed suicide in <gasps> May of 2017. I did not know that. I didn't know it either. Wow. Until yeah, I read it in Russian today. Roulette. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Same. Uh, he left a note, apparently, uh, too, and it said, quote, no foul play whatsoever. Uh, however, he, he, he somehow ended up in the minority report. Interesting. As someone they wanted to more documents from. Yeah. And the Minority Report was a couple episodes ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. And this guy committed up uh, suicide almost a year ago. It's just yeah. so strange. All right. You guys ready for sabotage? Yes. All right, you guys, this week, Scott Stedman on Twitter. I follow this guy. He's great. Mm -hmm. He received a document this week that lists Putin-linked oligarch Len Blavatnik Mm. as a VIP at the 2016 RNC. What? That's the Republican Mm -hmm. National Convention. Right. Uh, Mueller is probing his donations to GOP candidates and the Trump inaugural uh, Trump inaugural fund. Interesting, yeah. Inaugural is a hard word for me. It is. It's a tough one, yeah. Uh, so Tough times, too, to think about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still, $50 million is missing from that effing inaugural fund. That's Maybe right. it came from yeah. this guy. Um, it, this uh, this is one more potential foreign donor to the Trump campaign mm. that could have funneled his money through the NRA or straw donors. So I'm adding him to the fantasy team. Okay. A straw donor is like an American who takes your illegal money from a shell company that's been laundered from a foreign government mm-hmm. and then donates it to a super PAC or something else. Yeah. Right, right. That's like, it's kind of like if you ever heard a straw man argument. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you stand up a, a, a cutout, a fake person. A yeah. Little man. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut it's, out. I like cut out. Mm-hmm. I like that too. All right. So anyway, that's and the only thing that really changes that I'm adding that guy to the fantasy indictment league. I yeah. Don't, and, and here's the interesting thing though, when you invite, when you invite, when you indict Russians, there's no guarantee that right. 
that they'll ever be brought to justice. Yeah. But when's the last time Russia extradited someone? Never. To us, uh, Mm -hmm. none that I can think of. It's not there. I'll look it up, but I can't. They literally just don't. They don't do that, right? They well, I can't ever. I can't ever imagine them no. going. Oh yes, we'll happily turn right. over our yeah, people. Yeah, no exactly. way. There's nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If they're every time one of their people would need to be extradited to us, they were behind the orchestration of the crime. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. State run hits all Very the time. True. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right, you guys. Let's go to questions. Mm-hmm. All right. So Chris Jackson at Chalupa Cabra. That's my favorite. <laughs> At Chalupa underscore Cabra, yes. so you can Almost find Almost as good him. as Poop Weasel, yeah, yeah. Poop Weasel is amazing. <laughs> but Chalupa Cabra, underscore between Chalupa and Cabra. I just want to say it all at once, sorry. Yes. You know, I don't want to say Chalupa underscore Cabra. <laughs> anyway, he wants to know if Trump can just plead the fifth. Well, yeah, right? He and can. wouldn't that make a subpoena pretty much useless? Uh, legally speaking, yes. Politically speaking, no. Right. And the, it de- also depends on what people think of it. If the you, public, yeah. Yeah, if you subpoena Trump, and he comes in. If, if well, first of all, if you ask him for an interview, and he goes, "No, I'm innocent. No collusion." <laughs> and then you say, "All right, I'm going to subpoena you." And he goes, "Fine, I'll be there." <laughs> right. And then he shows up, and then you go, "Hey, what about?" He goes, "Plead the fifth. Nothing to say." Mm-hmm. Uh, then that looks bad. Right, but that it's happened so bad. often, so I don't even know what we would do if oh. he did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, we've seen it done time and time again with all of his associates, or some of them at least. And I just, I don't know. I think there's definitely going to be a tipping point where people draw the line and, and go out into the streets like never before. I'm just not sure if it's that a, would be the thing. It's impossible to know who would finally defect from Trump. Exactly. If, with all of the things he's done, his the people who still support him, I feel like they're never going to not support exactly. him. Exactly. And we have to accept that because if you try to win them over and, and get every Trump bet to just see the lights, you're you know never going to get there. What mm-hmm. we need is Congress. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do what you can. But they're also compromised. Blue it, wave. With, with, yeah, but well, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's our hope, right? That's, that's what we got to aim for. That's yeah. why you donate to this podcast. That's why you become back. a patron for a dollar. You get <laughs> yeah. all the free stuff and we donate to Act Blue. Seriously, you guys. It's, it's a good thing. I we're truly gonna believe flip it. the Congress. I'm going to do it. I, ha- I can't just do this podcast because I want to. I have to. No, we're, make we're a invested on a political level mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. And also, him pleading the fifth, too. It's not like Mueller's going to ask him something that only Trump's testimony held the key to corroborating or something mm-hmm. well the fifth is right like the fifth is self-incriminating self-incriminate, yeah right. but I, I don't think sure i mean he could ask him stuff evidence. about kushner and jr and stuff and he can't plead the fifth for that but the stuff about trump himself he yeah. can plead the fifth all day yeah. Yeah. yeah but you could i mean you don't now, have if to melania have... divorced him oh and went on the record i would interview personally i'd interview melania he'll pay her whatever he needs though to keep her quiet you know he will as or he just tells her off because he's a fucking misogynist all the that time too. and just like kick yeah. her out of the room whenever that shit's happening you know i'm on your side melania if you happen to get a chance away from him dude melania if you testified against your husband the gofundme would be epic and, and you'd get so much ass 100 oh. percent. and you would make so much you make <laughs> yeah. so much money off of appearances and, yeah. and just being so famous because you saved the country i'd be your yeah. biggest fan and as, do you know that she's like as a Russian mm-hmm. she's like worshipped in her hometown apparently wow. I think Conan or I don't know someone like I went to her John hometown Oliver. Yeah, yes. yeah. and then they have bakeries that have they all love these her. baked goods just dedicated to Melania because the worst that she's doing is just keeping quiet but she could be holding back yes. for you know the right time yeah I wonder well you also have to think uh, from where she comes from it's not 
um, women aren't seen as equal political players and you know speaking well, they aren't out seen as equal to men yeah so, so she, i got your back melania yeah we got your back we got you mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. be on the pod for hell sure. yeah oh my god you speak five languages dude like, i speak german we'll be yeah hell yeah that's impressive i didn't know that i love that so okay eva della rosa asked if we can give some detail about how Mueller can prevent trump from handing out pardons well Listen to this week's mini-sode called Mueller's Endgame. Mm-hmm. But there's a few things he can do. Basically, what he's already done is work in parallel with state attorneys general, specifically Eric Schneiderman, who will be in the sexy justice calendar, oh, by yeah. the way. And thanks for your patience on that, by the way, for, mm-hmm. you, for you guys who have uh, pledged at that level. We ran into some licensing issues uh, when we were creating it, but we'll have them very soon at the end of the month. Absolutely. Uh, guilt-free. <laughs> it's going to be the best part. It'll be worth the wait, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So... Anyway, thank you for for waiting for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, listen to the Endgame episode. I happen to know that you're a, a patron, so you'll you'll be able to hear it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jeannie at Nick's Rocks said, "Has anyone seen Kellyanne Conway? It's been <laughs> weeks since she's been on TV. Although I don't watch Fox, haha. Yeah, she can't be innocent in any of this, can she? No way. She broke the Hatch Act already. She didn't care. No one did anything about it." That's not part of Mueller's stuff, though. True, but like, what do, what do you think she's up to right now? Where is she? Uh, she might be kind of, they might have put a muzzle on her because she broke the Hatch Act. Well, that would be progress. Um, yeah. Like, maybe, you know, uh, um, Kelly, John Kelly might have Might have said, shut her. her up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, I think, the only one left there with any Any consequence for that would be great, but yeah, I, I haven't seen much of it. No. Yeah, well, I mean, when you violate the Hatch Act, really, the consequences, you can get fired. But she's also apparently wrapped up in this whole uh, finding Clinton emails on the dark web shit with Schmitz oh. and, and She's involved Smith. in that. Okay. Yeah, well, according to Schmitz got it, and got Smith. It. But mm-hmm. well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. She also asked, by the way, Next Rocks also asked if Trump's approval rating is really 51%. <laughs> no, it's down, right? Well, it, uh, Rasmussen put out a poll. Oh, okay. That it's fifty one percent now, and Rasmussen is never heard of them. right wing. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, then I then guess we got to count that too. If it's right? not even, it's no. like no, barely over fifty percent, and it's a super right wing. You can do what Pew Research does, yeah, or the poll of polls, which is they take all the polls and average them right. out. But it's, amongst Trump supporters, fifty one percent is not that good. Uh, it's if, not just Trump supporters. Oh, uh, it's everyone. It, it's they really claim. well. Okay. It's it, supposed uh, let to me be tell you unbiased. what. It's impossible to say who's who's in that. But Got it's a right wing it. poll. OK. Um, it, his actual approval rating is somewhere around 42 percent. Yeah. Right OK. Now. OK. Uh, I would which, be willing to. I mean, CNN polls, those are like left leaning. polls. Yeah, I guess those are the ones Just I was being, thinking of that were in the 30s. So 40 sounds fair. It's yeah. right in between what the right claims and the left claims. 42 is the poll of polls. That makes the sense. Poll of all the polls. The poll of, the poll of polls. Where they take all the polls, yeah. including Rasmussen. OK. And including everything. It just and stick that it all together. sounds nice. fair. Yeah. Uh, but they don't. But they also balance it. They don't take twenty left wing polls and six yeah. right wing polls. They mm-hmm. they put Even. a beautiful scope. Yeah, good for them. Also, clarification: I'm not saying CNN conducts their own national polls. Just no, the ones no, that yeah. they report on. They are definitely like left leaning for sure. Yeah. CNN does do polls, but they don't. Yeah, but they always say this is just a CNN poll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so Katinka Inga Bagovina <laughs> uh, at Katinka underscore Inga. Derek, I'd like you to meet. Katinka Inga Borgovna asked, quote, do you think the Russians have compromise on Donald Trump Jr.? Hmm. 
All right. Well, with the new crazy sanctions on the Russian oligarchs, we might find out. Remember I was saying earlier, like, mm-hmm. what are they going to do in retaliation? Yeah. They put sanctions on our, our oligarchs. We I was going to say we don't have any, but we do. But <laughs> what are you going to do? Sanction Trump? Yeah. Um, anyway, we might find out. That might be his response. Yeah, is to his only move. Some of the co- I don't know personally if right. he has any compromise on, on Donald Trump Jr., Ooh. although he, he does apparently sleep with prostitutes and cheat mm-hmm. on his wife. So it wouldn't be unheard of. Exactly. Um, we sanctioned Putin's son-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. So Putin might snap back at Trump's son-in-law. Yeah, you're right. Like I said, they're very tit for tat. So they, you know, maybe they'll let some embarrassing information go. At Samira LV wants to know if the sanctions are legit. Uh, and if Sessions is going to be replaced by Pruitt. You were asking Ooh. this, if the mm-hmm. sanctions are legit. I really don't know. They look legit to me. I mean, a sanction is a sanction. Mm-hmm. It's the U.S. Treasury that's doing it. It's not just Trump saying, I'm going to do it. At L.E. Cody or Lacody asked, what will it take for Trump to resign and what excuse will he give? Well, I, before, okay, I would have said he would use his health as an excuse. But mm-hmm. since Dr. Smiley Face came out and said his health was incredible... <laughs> And that his heart was amazing. Yes. Uh, that would be hard to do. Like, I thought he could get out of it. Like, I thought maybe, like, Ivanka could go on TV and be like, Father is ill. Thank you all so much for understanding. Yeah. Enjoy your presidency <laughs> uh, with pens. <laughs> but, you know, thing. I, I, if he was to, if he were to resign, he doesn't seem like, like, Nixon resigned when uh, Congress came to him and said, we're going to impeach you if you don't mm-hmm. resign. Um, but if Congress came to Trump and said, we're going to impeach you if you don't resign, I don't think he would resign Hmm. because you have to have three, two thirds vote in the Senate to Mm -hmm. resign. And even after the blue wave, we mathematically won't have two thirds of a vote. So he would. That's why I'm counting on the Romney nine. Yeah. Yeah. The Romney nine. Those Republican guys that we need to rally. If Romney gets elected, Romney got all he needs is eight other dudes. Let's do it. Let's throw a little money towards Romney. (laughs) Romney, The Romney nine. I'm telling you, man. It has to happen. Uh, Kimberly Stebbins says, quote, these ladies have a perfect balance of sharing facts and using humor to cope with the daunting future of this country. I look forward to their podcast every week. Five stars. Aw, thank Thank you. you. Millicent Womack says, quote, this is the podcast that made me start listening to podcasts. The recaps are both informative and fun to listen to. These smart women are the politics obsessive friends I wish I had IRL. Aww. You all have something special. Keep it up. Five stars. Oh, Dude, thank really you. Nice. Yes. The podcast that got you started listening to podcasts. Yeah. That's crazy. That's huge. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, we I'm appreciate that. get to hear podcasts now. Mm-hmm. Lee Crosby at, let's see, T and Magnolias. Hmm. On Twitter, she says, quote, but I thought Ivanka was the savior for womankind. And what with all her clever ideas about making popsicles out of champagne and, <laughs> quote, doing it all with nannies, drivers, maids and chefs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good point. That just cracked me up. I love that because it's true. Thanks we all wanted laugh. to give yeah. her a chance. And, and sure, she's probably not the worst person on no, Earth. She's pretty fucking bad. I just like the. You know, she's like, women can do it all. And you're like, yeah, when you With have a zillion maids dollars. maids and chauffeurs yeah. and butlers. Yeah, no, totally nailed it. All right. If six was nine or at Al Smith 75146234 on Twitter says, quote, yours is the most comprehensive and entertaining podcast following the investigation, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. to the degree that in arriving late in the following, what? 
<laughs> oh, to the de- to the degree that arriving late in the following, I'm going back through and listening from the beginning to catch up. Aww. And some people have had uh, problems on iTunes and some other platforms listening to all of our episodes. If you go to our website, all of our episodes are there. You yeah. just have to go down to the bottom and click the little thing that says scroll for older episodes. Mm-hmm. For older Check episodes. it out. Website's nice, too. If you haven't seen it yet, it's mm-hmm. just worth checking out. MotherSheWrote.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, at... Mel Opinions Only oh. on Twitter said, hashtag Mueller movie. <laughs> nice. Yes. There isn't an actor who could even vaguely look like Trump, perhaps using a cartoon character like Brain from Pinky <laughs> and the Brain trying to take over the world. That's funny. To which I replied, quote, I bet Charlize Theron could pull it off. Did you see Monster? No. <laughs> but I heard that it was an amazing movie. And she looks really bad. Yeah. Like she <laughs> made hey. her amazingly on target. Everybody has their price. <laughs> it was great. It was, she's a, an amazingly gorgeous person. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, objectively speaking. Of I'm course. not, I'm not saying that that's the standard. No, mm-hmm. But when you look at the makeup she did for the, the movie Monster, mm-hmm. it's, just Whoa. she was having so a different. hard time. I remember the images. I think they could, movie. I think they could make her do Trump. I think that, I think it would I work out. I support that so much. Uh, let's see. Johnny Dreesen, I'm going to go with a German pronunciation, mm-hmm. said, quote, MSW rocks. Oh. Recommended to me by a friend and a colleague, this trio does a great job of boiling each week's worth of Mueller news into a format that's easy to digest. Uh, oh, sorry. Easier to to digest than the constant onslaught of feces <laughs> that is the Trump administration. <laughs> yeah. uh, these women are funny and savvy on the topics at hand and reliably prescient. Very nice word. That is, yeah. Please define. Of the investigations, uh, course, and actions. So That's amazing. Patient. Thank you. Very nice. We always need new vocabulary technical. It's like Miss Prision. Ooh, Miss Prision, yes. Oh, are you looking at the definition of prescient? Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't even... Someone called me nebulously annoying, and I had to look it up, and I was like, wow, thank you for that word. (laughs) They called you what annoying? Nebulously annoying. That is really mean. Sounds like a nebula. I mean... And what does that even mean? I like nebula. I'm vaguely annoying, is what... You know, know, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Okay, I got it. (laughs) Having or showing knowledge of events before they take place. Oh. We are predictive. Hell yeah. Yeah. Synonyms. Prophetic. I love that. I could have passed my SATs with these. Like, <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe we that. Maybe that should be the put some beans on it. Ooh. Yes. Allow me to be prophetic mm. or prescient. Prescient. <laughs> Visionary. Prescient. Yeah. These are all really good words. <laughs> uh, another thing that happened. Christopher Titus followed us. Um, I love him so much. So there's that. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> Finally, I owe a shout out to some of our patrons for their immense support and taking the word about MSW to the streets oh, for yeah. us. All right, so Reddy and Craig, Daniel Stafford, Jennifer Nebaker, Nama Haviv, Jennifer Hughes, Eva De La Rosa, Jenna Gaines, Anthony Kripal, uh, Desi Ralph, Johnny Orme, Janine Acosta, Ezra Cohen. Thank you guys so much. Yes, for spreading the gospel of Mueller. <laughs> yeah. We totally appreciate your support. You're you're just I, I, we I'm love beyond. You so much. Yeah, I'm thank beyond you so words. much. And it made a difference. It Hell really yeah. did. Mm-hmm. It absolutely did this week. So thank you. And and there you got your shout out. And I, I wish I could do more. Yeah, we'll I want to as much you. as we can. Yeah. yeah, every week, like keep it up. We're just gonna keep trying to We've shout out community. Yeah, like I love it. I love that I can barely keep up with how many people are so supportive. Like that's just the best mm-hmm. feeling, guys. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. we appreciate it. Anyway, yeah. this is Muller. She wrote. I'm Ag. I'm Julissa Johnson. I'm Jordan Coburn. We'll see you next week.
Muller She Wrote is produced and engineered by AG with editing and mixing by Jaleesa Johnson. Market consulting by Amanda Reeder at Unicorn Creative. Our digital media director and subscriber manager is Jordan Coburn. Fact-checking and research by AG with support from Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. Our web design and creative is by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is MullerSheWrote.com. Hi, I'm Dan Dunn, host of What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn, the most wildly entertaining adult beverage-themed podcast in the history of the medium. That's right, the boozy best of the best, baby. And we have the cool celebrity promos to prove it. Check this out. Hi, I'm Allison Janney, and you're here with me on What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. And that's my sexy voice. Boom. Boom is right, Academy Award winner Allison Janney. As you can see, celebrities just love this show. How cool is that? Hey, this is Scotty Pippen, and you're listening to The Dan Dunn Show. And, wait, hold on. The name of the show is what? All right, sure. Scotty Pippen momentarily forgot the show's name, but there's a first time for everything. Hey, everyone, this is Scoot McNary. I'm here with Dan Dunn on What Are You Drinking? What's it called again? Fine, twice. But famous people really do love this show. Hi, this is Will Forte, and you're, for some reason, listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. What do you mean for some reason, Will Forte? What's going on? Hi, this is Kurt Russell. Listen, I escaped from New York, but I couldn't get the hell out of Dan Dunn's happy hour. Please, send help. Send help? Oh, come on, Kurt Russell. Can somebody out there please help me? I'm Dita Von Tees, and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. <laughs> Let me try one more time. Come on. Is that oh, right? Sorry. What we're no, drinking? It's amazing. It's, it's it amazing. Right, it just... Is it right? Ah, that's better. So be like Dita Von Teese, friends, and listen to what we're drinking with Dan Dunn, available wherever you get your podcasts. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. 
I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing on the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th. Or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.